This is the Career Insights Podcast, brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland Careers and Employability Team. I'm Katie Baker, Industry Relationships Consultant with the USQ Careers and Employability Team. My role in a nutshell is to connect industry with our USQ students, and this is where this new series came about. It's a new show where we talk all things careers and employability and help you to realise your career goals. Each week, I'll be having career conversations with experts, industry and USQ alumnus to build your awareness, break down barriers and gain their insights into life after university and what you should be doing now to make sure you are the most employable you can be. My first guest today is Jennifer Luke. She's the Queensland President of the Career Development Association of Australia, works as a career development practitioner at USQ and is currently undertaking her PhD. Hi Jennifer, thanks for joining me on the show. Now look, thank you very much for the invitation. Always happy to come along. So Jennifer, today we're looking at essential transferable skills. They've, they've got a lot of names out there in the field. We hear about them. Um, what are they? Well, yeah, look, transferable skills is definitely something uh, that you hear a lot about and we're going to hear a lot more about it now, uh, is that it's not your technical skills. So if you're studying law, if you're studying engineering, if you're studying nursing, it's not those skills that are very aligned to that particular uh, occupation that you're focusing on. Uh, It's transferable skills, uh, those skills that you can use in any occupation, in any industry. And it's something that a lot of people don't realise they even have. Uh, So, you know, you're talking things, of course, you hear about communication skills a lot um, and also teamwork And those type of skills, they're transferable. But when you're looking at job opportunities, also think about all the different skills that you've picked up, not just within previous jobs, but just in life experience. And so I'd be asking people uh, questions such as, are you someone who enjoys public speaking? If that's the case, that's a transferable skill that would be very valuable to um, different employers. If you're someone who really enjoys that sales aspect uh, and you can sell anything, then that's a transferable skill. If you're someone who's a very creative person, then that's something that you would want to be highlighting because there's a certain skill set there just with that creative approach. And then you could be someone who's more of a numbers person. So, you know, you love the crunch numbers, you love stats. It might not be something that you've actually worked with before, but if you can highlight that to an employer who's needing someone to do that type of work and that doesn't drive you insane, doing numbers and just crunching those numbers, then that's definitely something I would be considering as a transferable skill as well. So it sounds like there's a whole lot of different skills out there that some people, as you just said, don't even realise that they've got. So you need to be really... Um, taking a bit of self-awareness, look at yourself to see about some of those. Would that be about right? Yes, yes. Very much what you and I have spoken about uh, in a previous episode where before you do anything else, think about who you are as a person uh, and what are your values. And that really impacts on those transferable skills because if you are someone that really enjoys that creative aspect and that's what you value in the workforce, I'd be looking at well, what skills do you already have? Are you someone, if from a creative point of view, are you someone who really has a good eye for colour? That's not something that you learn. That's a skill that you have. And think about all the different industries that would need someone with that particular uh, approach. Um, and as I said, it could be the other way where it's more 
that uh, numbers and being able to look at um, a spreadsheet. Not everybody enjoys that, um, but if that's something that you value um, and it's something that you can do quite naturally, that's a transferable skill that so many industries would need someone with that skill set. So that's what we mean by transferable. Okay, so, and obviously adaptability is one of those. Uh, What is being adaptable in the workplace? Well, Adaptability uh, is, if you think of it as being flexible, but being adaptable is being able to have that ability to adapt to new circumstances in both a complex and ever-changing world of work. And I think everybody who's listening to this would be at the moment going, well, that's definitely something that it's quite complex at the moment and there's things changing all the time. So now is when you do build on that adaptability and it refers to your willingness and ability to adapt to, again, the changing world of work or your study environment. So that's something, again, that would be impacting on everybody. But it's also about having self-knowledge Um, and self-management to operate effectively and prepare for the unknown. So that's what adaptability is. And when we say self-knowledge, it's about what we've spoken about before, is that first understand who you are. If you know what it is that that you want, what you can um, offer as transferable skills, and what you see as what you value uh, that you can do as a career, that will help you in being more adaptable. So it really does come back again to before you do anything else, look at yourself and talk to someone. Again, what we do within USQ and the careers and employability team, but uh, it's talking to someone to actually say, right, what, who am I? What's influenced me? What am I actually wanting? And that will start to build on your adaptability because it gives you more confidence in knowing where you want to go. And so do you think there's more of a need now, and I think you've pretty well answered this question, to be Mm -hmm. more adaptable now than in the past? It's always important to be adaptable because being adaptable opens up opportunities. Uh, People stress when they feel as though there's only one pathway that they can follow, and if they don't succeed in that, everything's going to come crashing down. Now, more than anything, it is um, even more important, but it always has been, is that when you're looking for opportunities... And you want to have more than one pathway. That's where you are adaptable. And that is, first off, thinking about the future. You don't have to have a long-term plan. You just have to know, well, where do I want to go with this? What are some of the opportunities? It's about taking control of what you want to do. So that's where you start to work out, okay, what do I need to investigate? Who do I need to connect with? It's about being curious. Um, And that means lifelong learning. So keep learning. And that's not just what you're studying now. It's just being aware of what's happening out there. So be aware of what's happening in the news. And it's about being confident. And that's all about self-belief and being self-aware of who you are and what you're wanting to achieve. All of that factors into being adaptable. Great. Well, you've covered heaps there, Jennifer. Um, <laughs> a bit of a down, a bit, I know, a bit of a download. I'm sorry. On no, that. no, it's great. And I think, um, and as you said, it's, it's always great to be adaptable. And I know you and I have talked a little bit about careers in the past and you and I have looked for opportunities and we've adapted to different um, pathways as well. Um, even at the moment, it's all about, are you able to just be flexible in where you need to be? And I think, because um, I know... You know, a lot of us might be working from home and things like that at the moment. And it's being able to just just to 
be okay with that. And even if it's it's an unknown, roll with it for that little bit because then suddenly you'll you'll get comfortable in it again. Yes, and, and it is true, Katie. And I think, like you mentioned, being adaptable has always been important, now more than anything. Uh, and it really is to rem- remind yourself that to be successful, uh, it's not just about your skills. It's about your attributes. It's about your values. It's about what you can see as opportunities. And it's all about being adaptable. So really um, take the opportunity now to stop and ask yourself, exactly where do I want to go? And that will put you on the path to starting to plan who you needed to connect in with. Um, How can you find out more information? So really you are in control, even though it might not feel like it sometimes, particularly at the moment, but make sure that you know exactly who you are and where you're wanting to go first and things will start to build up from there. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining me today, Jennifer. My next guest is the Business Development Officer at Toowoomba Wellcamp Airport and former USQ aviation student, Tim Carney. Hi, Tim. Thanks very much for joining us today on Career Insights. Yeah, thanks, look, thanks for having me. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So we've just been talking to our previous guest, uh, Jennifer Luke, was talking about essential transferable skills and sort of knowing where you're going and things like that. Whilst yeah. you're at uni, at what point did you start doing sort of working out where you wanted to go? Yeah, so look, I, um, while I was at uni, I actually started to, um, I commenced in a Bachelor of Business. Um, and then I realised, hey, look, this is, uh, this is really great, except for it's not something that I'm really passionate about. So I actually uh, changed over to the Bachelor of Aviation, um, and then I started to study that. Um, and then about halfway through, I, um, I realised, hey, look, I need to do some work experience. Um, so I actually put my hand up uh, for some work experience at WorldCamp Airport. Um, luckily enough, they took me on board, um, did a bit of work experience out here, um, and then went from there, really, while I was still studying at uni. So, Tim, you've been at WellCamp just coming up sort of 12 months, like in the role that you're in at the moment. But yeah. before we get to that story, I sort of want to step back a little bit, um, looking at some of the other recruitment um, jobs that you applied for, some of the grad roles. Um, yeah, absolutely. Are you able to talk to talk me through one or two of those? Like, I know you sort of got through a certain point in the process, and then you weren't successful. How how did you deal with that and things like that? Yeah, look, it's um, it's bound to happen. You apply for all of these positions, you get through, uh, you do a few interviews, everything. You get knocked back. Some you're successful for. Um, so it's really just um, taking them all as uh, I guess learning experiences. So all of the ones that I went to and I got rejected from, um, I took it as a learning experience. I went to quite a few interviews um, for quite competitive roles uh, through Qantas um, and other key uh, key organisations. So one of the key ones was actually Boeing Defence. And it was with the team, uh, which was the Phantom Works International team, uh, which worked on rapid prototype development um, projects. Um, so I went through a, um, an initial interview round, um, and I believe that after myself, uh, they got rid of a few people. I went in for a, uh, I went in for a second interview after that one, um, and then there was also a third interview that was on the phone. Um, about a week after that interview on the phone, um, I got a call up from uh, one of the HR people there, letting me know that, unfortunately, um, I didn't um, actually get the position. Um, It was between me and another candidate. Um, The other candidate got it, unfortunately. 
But look, that was fine. I, um, I took it in my stride and um, thought, hey, look, this is a really great experience. I can change a few things for my next employer. Um, and then from there, my next position, well, my next uh, job that I applied for was at WorldCamp Airport. Um, and thankfully, I was successful at that one. And so obviously, you've needed to adapt. You obviously, you know, you were looking and you had a career path in mind. Um, you're getting so far and obviously there would have been a bit of frustration and things there, but how did you yeah. adapt your thinking to take on the opportunity that you're in now? You obviously decided, okay, I'm going to apply for this role. Were you just sort yeah. of happy to apply for roles that interested you and, and adapt to yeah. whatever was out there sort so of look, thing? The big, the big adaption for me, what I thought anyway, um, I applied for a role that was in a completely different city. Um, it was a full-time position. I wasn't working full-time at that, uh, that current moment. Um, it, I was moving out of home from mum and dad as well. So everything was all happening within the one week, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took a bit of adaptation, um, a bit of flexibility as well to change my mindset. Um, but look, once it all happened, um, I, uh, I was able to grow a lot from it, that's for sure. Um, but look, adaptation and flexibility um, was a big thing to try and get me over and get me through and um, I guess working in this industry and in the role that I'm in at the moment. What you just mentioned there, you've sort of, we've used the word adapted a little bit there, but you've had to move out of home and all of those sort of things and you've moved regional. How has the opportunity worked for you going regional um, and taking on that opportunity that wasn't obviously some of your first preferences. Yeah. So, look, there is a massive benefit for me. Um, the way that I looked at it, um, some people may look at it like, oh, regional, it's not as good as the big capital cities, like your Melbourne, your Sydney airport, um, even your Brisbane airport. I kind of looked at it like, look, if I'm going to go and work at those bigger airports, it's going to be better for me to start at a smaller airport, one that's regional, one that's somewhat local, and one that's growing and going places as well. The main reason why I chose um, going regional and especially World Camp Airport um, is because I'll be able to get a bit of an overview as to everything in the business um, yeah, rather right. than if it would have been great to work at, um, at Brisbane, but I would have been funneled into HR, finance, something like that. But in my position, I have an overview of cargo, passengers, um, everything really, which is really exciting. So really you can see the whole of how an airport works instead of just yeah. your one little silo area that, sort of thing. That's exactly it. And then, look, um, I can stay here for, I would assume, for as, as long as I like, and then um, I can pick and choose um, to go down whatever pathway I wish to afterwards once I get some experience in all the different areas. Yeah, uh, that just sounds... And I think as well you've taken that opportunity, which is just great, Um Sometimes you don't know where it's going to lead, but obviously yeah. for you in this instance, um, it's it's worked out well. Yeah, well, look, you have to start somewhere. That's, <laughs> that's the main thing. <laughs> and I think like when I took on one of my first jobs years ago, I didn't know where I was going, but I, I think I ended up eight hours from mum and dad. And I just yeah. thought, I'm just going to go do it. And you never know where it'll lead. And um, we've talked about <laughs> that over the course of time in these podcasts. Sometimes an opportunity comes, you accept yeah. it and you see where it goes. That's, it. That's exactly it. Look, um, I don't look, to be completely honest, I don't know where I'll be um, in the next 24 months, five years, 10 years, 20 years. Um, look, I'd love to go overseas at some point to gain some experience. Um, but it really depends on what happens here, what developments happen here. Um, yeah, and all of that. 
And I think um, what Jennifer was saying earlier was it was all about your willingness and self-knowledge and you've just shown that, that your willingness was to take an opportunity, go ahead regional, um, adapt to a smaller town than, although Toowoomba's quite a big town. It um, is, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's got everything you need. <laughs> it does indeed. <laughs> um, so just before we finish up, Tim, have you got any a tip or advice for a university student in regards to knowing where they're going after uni? Yeah, absolutely. Look, what I found was really beneficial. Um, and it's funny that you're actually speaking to, uh, to Jennifer Luke prior to me um, because I went and spoke to a career counsellor who was Jennifer Luke um, and she was able to point me in the right direction and really mould where I could go with my degree um, and assist me in getting, in getting there. Um, another tip that I have as well is networking with people that are already in the industry. So speak to someone that's already in the industry that you want to get into um, because they'll be able to give you a better feel as to what the industry is like um, when you're actually working in it. Always a great tip, that networking one. Um, Indeed. I push it a lot, as much as I can. <laughs> as you should. And look, so do I. Um, I do various talks to university students and if it's the one thing that I want them to take away is the network, go and speak with people in the industry um, because they're the people who know the most about what jobs are out there um, and what you'll be doing in those roles. Couldn't say it better myself. So, Tim, thank you so much for joining me today. That was Tim, Tim Carney, Business Development Officer at the Toowoomba Wellcam Airport. Thank you for joining me today on Career Insights. Time is up and I've come to the end of the show for this week. Career Insights is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland and is produced by USQ Creative Arts student, Byron Quayle. Until next week, bye.